Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Rice Podcast, where we talk about relationships, investing, careers, and entertainment. I am Jonathan Yoon, and this is... Kyle. <laughs> Alright, so before we get into our topic this week, um, how's your week been, Kyle? Good, it's pretty good. We, we came back from um, spring break, mm-hmm. what, like two weeks ago? That was two weeks ago. It was really cut short, though. Um, we need to leave on a Wednesday, and we need to come back on, what, a Sunday? Right, because for some reason our school decided that it would be a good idea to give us an extra week of Christmas break. Yeah. But like take away our spring break. Um, so I, I definitely felt like it wasn't long enough. But how was your spring break? How how long was your spring break? Uh my spring break was like yours was supposed to be, you know, just the Thursday and Friday, but me and Miles had left the previous Thursday. Um, oh. So we left Thursday right after class and he came back to school Monday. Um this is still while school is going on. So the same week yeah. that we were supposed to have that Thursday and Friday off, um, I just skipped the entire week of school. And I was just <laughs> telling Kyle right before we started um, recording. That may have been a mistake. <laughs> I kept missing so many assignments. I, I know I missed my physics quizzes and uh, assignments. But, you know, it's all good. It was worth it for a fun time. Do you uh, do you feel like senioritis is hitting hard? Yes. I think because it's like it's more for me. It's like I don't really have to graduate. Because I'm not going to graduate regardless. Um, oh, you're not? So no. you're not you're not walking or anything? No. Oh, okay. I would only have an AS in accounting. I don't want to <laughs> walk. Like, I have so many credits that I don't want to walk for an AS. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure I have, like, close to 150, 160 credits. Wow. Um, But none of it's applied to an actual degree. So I would, I would. So, like, how short are you from, from getting? One semester. Really? One semester for a BS in admin. Okay, and then what about um, your other? Can, can you like get it? How long would it take for you to get it? Like two degrees. Two degrees like, meaning two like two business yeah. degrees. Probably two- a long time, maybe another year. Because oh, I knew I knew okay. for finance or accounting, I'd have to take another year. But like that second semester would only be like a twelve credit semester. Oh, yeah. So wouldn't have been bad. Like, worst case scenario, I didn't get into dental school. I would just spend a whole year anyway. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it, it kind of worked out. Dude, you know, at least at least you can tell people that you have, like, I swear I have 150 credits. Yeah. <laughs> just show them on my, pull up my my axis. Um, so what did you and uh, Jocelyn do? You were in Florida, right? Yeah, so we swam with manatees. We spent time with uh, her family. And I actually got to see a manatee for the first time. Oh, wow. Um, I went kayaking, like, in, in the rivers, in, in a river in Florida. Which honestly, like Dirty. the Airbnb that we, oh. yeah, the Airbnb that we we stayed at was like on a canal, but dude, like you can't see the bottom or anything. And you know, have you heard of like the pythons down there and like the alligators and stuff? Yeah, yeah, that dude, it, it was scary. Like, if, bro, I swear, if if I saw an alligator, um, and I, I have no idea what what to do. Like in a kayak, bro, you're basically defenseless. See, that's the thing. Florida's, I hate Florida. Like Florida's weather is bad. <clears throat> like I don't I don't know about the off season, but like anytime I was there for the summer, anytime I visit Florida, it's super humid, right? Mm. You have alligators. <laughs> Their water is so bad. Like when you shower, oh, like, as soon as the water comes out, you can smell it. Yeah, it's yeah, it's pretty gross. But I'm not <laughs> hating on Florida, but like I just don't like Florida. It would be never be somewhere where I would want to live willingly. Why? Okay, would you go to Australia? No. Okay. <laughs> that makes uh, well, sense. Maybe. Maybe Australia. Because in my head, Australia is like, 
there's a lot of things that could kill you. Yeah, exactly. Florida, there is also a lot of things that could kill you. Alligators. <laughs> I can't even believe it. Did you hear about the stuff that was happening in Miami, though? That was pretty crazy. That is pretty. They, they reverse curfew to like 8, 8 p.m. now. <laughs> yeah. That's, I, that's That sucks. But at the same time, I'm like, during COVID, I, I was seeing snap stories and stuff of like completely packed clubs. Like body to body. Dang. So there was, if one person had COVID in that room, it's a wrap. <laughs> so I know there's so many people that have COVID now. I know they were uh, like shooting pepper balls and stuff. To try to disperse the crowds. Really? Yeah, in Miami, yeah. Because people weren't listening. And, uh, you know, they, apparently, I don't know if it was justified or not, but they were, like, on the streets, uh, just hanging out, and then pepper balls came in. So, you know I'm definitely you? glad I'm not in Miami. Where, where were you? I was in um, Crystal River, which is close to Tampa. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Is that, that's where Jocelyn works? Does she work in? No, no, she she lives in Pensacola. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, what else? The, the, the water... That we swam in though with the manatees was actually super clear. warm. Warm. It was clear too. Yeah, it was like seventy-two degrees, and outside it was like sixty-eight. Is Tampa where Clearwater is? The beach, Clearwater Beach. Is that where Tampa? Area I have is? no idea. Yeah, we just got a confirmation. Oh, yeah. okay, from an outside source. For, from an outside source on the bed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, should we get into our topic this week? Sure. Why don't you introduce what our topic is today? Sure. So today we're going over um, our second are which relationships um so we're going through the cycle yet again and we want to kind of focus on today the relationship with god not only that but also what does god mean to you and jonathan i, I kind of want to begin with this question um how religious are you um religious i don't think i'm very religious okay because religious is you know going to church regularly mm-hmm. um what else is really like vespers youth groups right like that kind of stuff i haven't been a part of going to church regularly since probably sophomore year of college i feel that um i mean the definition of religious you know according to the dictionary if you don't mind me reading it is relating to or manifesting faithful devotion to an acknowledged ultimate reality um or or deity um or of relating to or devoted to religious beliefs or observances and so like uh religion is a personal set or institutionalized system of religious attitudes beliefs and practices the service and worship of god or the supernatural so like on a scale of one to ten how would you feel i would say in my entire life i would be probably a six or a seven okay just because up until college i had attended church so my dad's a pastor so i had to a church like out of 52 weeks i was going 50 out of those 52 weeks every single week and we would be a part of camp meeting we do all this other stuff so i would say i was really religious prior to college um but i think now on the occasion Mm -hmm. going to church maybe like once every other month or something like that yeah how about you how how religious are you dude i i'm right in the same boat um (laughs) (laughs) i feel like i've become much less religious right um and we'll go into the topic of of what what i can have been later on but yeah, I my parents. I mean, I I don't remember consciously skipping church mm. unless I was sick. Right. Like throughout my whole childhood, unless I was like really really sick. Um. So you know, every single Sabbath, 
I was I was at church, and you know you, you know what it's like. My parents were also missionaries um, in Indonesia, and they'd also have to give like talks and stuff all the time for church. And yeah, like well, what what day what day is it today, Kyle? Today is is Saturday. Yeah, and what time is it? Yeah, it's eleven twenty four. So where we should we should yeah. be. <laughs> We, we should, should be in church, church. <laughs> um, but this is good. We're, we're you know we're talking about the relationship with um, God. So yeah, look, your next question that you you know wrote, wrote down is like, would you consider yourself more religious or spiritual? Yeah. So um, let's kind of go into defining spiritual. Yeah. Um, so spiritual is of relating to or consisting of the spirit you know affecting the spirit concerned with religious values Mm -hmm. as opposed to like ordinances and stuff and uh relating to the supernatural beings or like things that are out there um it's more of like an experience i feel like towards Mm -hmm. a a larger part of everything than you you know like the universe that is or or god and things like that and uh, i would definitely consider myself as i've grown to grow from more religious to more spiritual and probably when it comes to on a scale of Am I more religious or spiritual? I'm I'm definitely more spiritual. Probably like 80-20 as much. Like like 80% spiritual, 20% religious. Yeah, I'd have to agree what with you there. Um, with spirituality, I like the fact that, you know, when, whenever someone talks about religion or, you know, like our faith being Seventh-day Adventist and stuff like that, it's more so because there's not, not everything about the Adventist community is something I agree with mm-hmm. or I align myself to. Mm-hmm. But it's more the fact that, you know, whatever happens as long as you're spiritual in your relationship with god or jesus or you know doing all that sort of thing that's the most important so just like you i would say i'm more spiritual than religious um yeah yeah i, I kind of think like as i've gone throughout college that i've kind kind of become more aware of how much more the spiritual life matters than right. just going through the motions you know and a lot of times people ask like, oh, why do you do this? Why do you choose to observe Sabbath, right? Like, why do you, I don't know, do, do a whole bunch of, of things that seem like rules, especially growing up. Like, I used to think that it'd just be tons of rules, right? Right. And then you start realizing that, you know, it's only through proper discipline that you can gain true freedom, right? When was when was a moment where you felt, like, spiritually the most, like, in tune? In tune? Spiritually the most in tune? Dude, I would say probably through this pandemic. Really? Yeah. So my attendance of church has has gone down drastically, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just because of COVID. Funny. Just because of COVID. Though. Oh yeah. Just because yeah, church yeah, totally. is closed. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> no, but um, it's kind of also been a conscious decision to to not go to church. Really? And, yeah, and rather just like like stay inside, uh, mainly because I feel like my spiritual life has grown a lot more because I've kind of focused more on myself and like that time that I need like every Saturday morning I try to journal about you know how I'm doing mentally I try to check in with myself Mm. mentally I try to go on walks right like uh, out here in the bio trails just just you know by myself just thinking um takes take a lot of time to myself on Saturday and dude that has really like raised my spiritual level you know I feel Mm. like if I can get even gauge that on a level that it's like never been before compared to you know me going to church and, and do like you that. think like the next step well I, don't, I wouldn't know what the next step is but because you know like the whole point of church is like the community and the gathering right. and the uplifting of um of the same faith right like how do you how do you think that'll tie in you know down the line for you on your spiritual journey or your um your 
Yeah, yeah. Journey path, yeah. So I, I, I kind of don't really see a difference between me meeting with friends mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> who are of the same faith on Sabbath outside of church as it is inside of church. Okay. Other than like when we go to church, we're going to be talking about the same things right. if we're being completely honest. And also, you know, we're just going to sit down looking like dress up nice to listen to all the mm-hmm. same sermon. But mm-hmm. it's it's not really going to affect us that much. You know, if you think about it, at least that, that's the frame of mind I'm in right now. And so if I talk to my friends, like how I'm talking to you right now about God and stuff, you know, that could also be uplifting to me. Oh, for sure. Or like if I talk about, you know, how my week has been going to my other friends and, you know, we, we kind of encourage each other. Dude, I, I think I think that's also fulfills the purpose that church is, is meant to mm-hmm. fulfill, right? What about you? I think definitely we'll going back to the spirituality thing. Yeah. Um the growth that I've had spiritually, I would say has been improving for the past year. It's not okay. exactly where I want it to be. Um but you know, like different things happen in life that, you know, cause you to take a step back and it's always when things go bad, right? Where we go, oh yeah, God, you know, was, you know yeah. what's happening with me? Like, if you could fix this, it'd be yeah. great. So that's that's kind of where it was going. Um, but now it's kind of like I want to maintain a connection. And what you were saying with, you know, talking to friends, I think the most important moments of like the thought-provoking, religious, like, you know, how you get your wheels turning have been through conversations with friends outside of church. Yeah. Um, I remember once in Italy, um, me, Miles, and a bunch of other boys, we were just talking. It was just, it was like a snowball effect of um, just talking about the other realm, like the spiritual realm, mm. uh, what heaven could be like, or what this would have happened, or that. Like, what is, like, those are the most fun conversations I've had, and those are the ones that make me um, want to research into the Bible. Like, you know, let's take a look into Revelation, exactly what John was writing and right. when he was seeing those visions. And you know, those those things are the most fun. And I think that's like along the lines of what you were saying is being with friends and talking about religion kind of fulfills the whole point of church. Right. Um, but, you know, an occasional sermon would Yeah. It would be nice. You know, a little bit yeah. a little bit more guidance or direction. To be clear, we're we're not saying don't go to church at all. We're yes. we're just talking about like, you know, what what we've learned through through our, our, our small time here. On and this. it's and it's a little bit hard too, because sometimes um, depending on the pastor or church that mm. you go to, some of the message won't reach you the same. Like uh, for some people, they prefer a more conservative message. For others, they want more liberal. So I guess it just depends on right. the type of person you are and the kind of message that you resonate the most with. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Okay, so earlier you mentioned that your spiritual life isn't fully where you want it to be. Mm-hmm. So what does the where you want it to be look like? I think it's more of like I feel a lot more connected. Mm-hmm. Um, as of right now, it kind of feels like there. Sometimes I, I'm in like a spiritual. I, I don't even want to say spiritual high, mm-hmm. but there's moments where I feel like wow, like I'm really connected. And other times, most of the time, I would say it's just me doing the routine prayer or like anytime I'm like struggling with anything, I'm like, okay, right. God, like this is what's going on. I want to be able to move past this or I want to like handle this in the right way. Right. So that would be my prayer. But now like I'm trying to move the focus to like, Hey, thank you for waking me up this morning. Sure. I'm alive. Um, 
Dude, it's kind of connecting, I guess. Yeah, something that I've kind of realized just this past week, though, um, when thinking about it, is Ooh. that we all come to God when we're at our weakest, right? When we don't know For what sure. to do anymore, we all just pray. And I, I've never thought of it this way, but when you pray when you're weak, right, I might pray when I'm weak as well. And so that puts us on the same level, right? We both realize that we're vulnerable. Like right. us praying tells us we can't do anything right now. So the thing is, I pray when I feel like, man, I don't know what to do. I've never done this before. Mm -hmm. Other people might, you know, not understand what I'm going through. But just the act of like me kneeling down to pray, me kneeling down and asking God, like showing him that I'm weak and realizing my weakness, like everybody's doing that. You know, so we're kind of like on this all the same level of we have no idea what we're doing. Right. Yeah. So we're all like unified in that one moment. Right. To be like, hey, God, we're vulnerable. And that's dude, that, that's like super uniting and uplifting because it means that we're not alone. Right. Right. All of us don't don't like we don't have answers. Yeah. There was a, there was a something interesting that I saw or heard. I forget where, but I never really thought about this until like it actually clicks like the reason why we kneel mm. or like other religions kneel and like bow and stuff it's literally because the act of might have been joe <laughs> it might have been joe that said this but like the actual <laughs> action sounds, in kneeling sounds like yeah <laughs> the actual action in kneeling is like submissive mm. like you're submitting to something or yeah. yeah submitting i was like i never really thought about it like that um so that was really interesting. I'm like, hmm. So every single time I kneel to pray, like, it's literally an act of submission to, you know, God. Yeah. I mean, you cannot be really defensive if you're kneeling. Yeah, you can't. With your head <laughs> down. Like, yeah, you're pretty much dead. All right. So um, when it comes to morals, you know, uh, being more spiritual. Right. When it comes to morals, would you consider your morals more like principle-based from what God says, you know, are they really like God based or are they really circumstance based? I think for my morals, definitely the upbringing that I had within mm. a spiritual family and a religious like whole upbringing, like that definitely shaped the way I view the world. Um, and also, I guess it affects the vibes, but now that I'm like more free or have the option to choose, mm -hmm. I think it's less strict on the rules that I was brought up upon and more taking those types of rules and how they influence my earlier thought, how I want to proceed, you know, acting this way or, or what I deem is right or wrong. Yeah, for sure. Did you take the class? Um, we have this class that we need to take ethical, social, legal. Yeah, I did. You take that yeah, class. Yeah. We had to write out our like code of ethics or something. Oh yeah. You remember that? Like a that. huge, it, it was a, we had to write a paper basically about the reasons why we uh believe something ethically did you do you remember what you wrote i think it's more i think my focus on that paper was in integrity i think oh okay so because it's like i i think i tied it into more of the business right so like as long as i am doing things ethically and morally right because i have good integrity mm. that not because people are going to check me or i'll go to jail if i don't do it yeah um i think that's what i wrote the paper based on would you write i wrote that what did I write? I wrote I wrote that also similar along the lines of like it's kind of our duty mm -hmm. to, to be right, but we can never like I, I I'm I don't know. I, I think it's more of like a like a circumstance thing. You know, like 
during certain circumstances, there might be a right answer, and certain during certain certain circumstances, there might not be a right answer. And I feel like the more I've grown throughout college life, the more I've realized that the gray area is actually, you know, pretty big. We're not always faced between a right and wrong decision where it's black and white. You know, like the gray area is 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 pretty crazy. What did you did you ever did your teachers ever bring up the the moral and ethical decisions of remember there's like a train coming down on the tracks oh yeah you're on a bridge there's a fat man right next yeah, to you yeah. if you push that guy over you'll save the five workers out like, yeah what what would you do yeah so so the the original thing goes right you you first begin with the question of there's a train going down the tracks you're the operator and y- if the train can like the brakes have failed if the tra- train continues to go it's mm-hmm. going to hit five people as an operator, you can switch a lever and it's going to go to like a sidetrack and hit one person. Do you pull the lever, right? Yeah. Most people do say yes, right? I would. And then <laughs> and then you bring in like the the fat man question, right? The mm-hmm. unusually large man. You're on a bridge, you know, and there the train is going to hit the five people. So it's like a more direct. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And so dude, that's a question that I used to ask people a lot. Um if you like, would you push the man over, right? Cuz it's basically the same thing. But a lot of people, once it comes to pushing the man, says says no, right? Or at least the people that I asked. Mm. What do you think the difference is there? I think the difference is you're deliberately... Like, with the lever, I think it's less personal. Mm. Um, Why? Because... Because you're not, you're not the one, like, I feel like... Act- well, you are the one <laughs> actually, like, causing the train to move. Yeah. Um, but for some reason, I think pushing the guy makes you more of a murderer. Hmm. Or like you have, like you're purposefully like I don't know. It's I just think it's more personal. That's why people would rather like pull a lever, which I think this brings up a lot of like wars, right? The common good, the greater good. Yeah. Uh, I was just in a history class where, you know, we're learning about the atomic bomb mm-hmm. and the effects it had on World War Two. So by bombing Japan. It ultimately ended the war, but at what cost? Mm. And I think America definitely felt like if we bombed Japan, killing all these civilians and leaving radiation or whatever, that'll end the war, which would leave us with less American lives lost. So I think that's where that balance comes in. Same thing with like that question, but... It's actually I mean, it's really crazy. Like I don't I don't know what to do. I guess that's why they're <laughs> called dilemmas. Dude, these are these are really tough questions because it's the same thing with Thanos, right? Thanos's whole idea right in, in um Infinity War and you know Endgame is I'm just going I'm trying to save the entire universe, right? Cuz we're mm-hmm. we're destructive. So let me just take out half. And you know, Thanos even though it's 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 unethical and it's not right, kind of has a point. He didn't pick and choose who he saved. And in fact, like, he lost a lot of people that he really liked, right? But he felt like, you know, that was a good decision to make. And so it's really hard when you begin to talk about ethics if you don't have, like, a baseline. Because my ethics might be different than your ethics. Right. And on the global scale, on the, you know, on when it comes to government or big decisions. Right. Dude, who, who are you supposed to follow? That's like, do you feel like, with tax laws for businesses and how they can do shell companies is that because there's a lot of laws that are kind of messed up but they're legally (laughs) okay okay, yeah right 
How do you feel about that? Dude, I think as as, as long as people want to make money, mm-hmm. no matter how many rules you have, people are always going to find loopholes. Right. That's just that's just the way stuff are. Mm-hmm. Like we're incentivized by money to do well. If we can save money, we're going to find loopholes. Um <laughs> yeah, I mean I mean I'm sure you can think of, of when when you've bent the rules a little bit oh for sure <laughs> not a doubt <laughs> i've been yeah yeah let's just let's just leave it at that there's definitely moments where um the rules were bent yeah completely. whether or not those are ethical that's that's another yeah. question right so i was just looking up some dilemma questions here's something that seems pretty easy but i feel like requires a lot of thought sure you receive a package at your home that was delivered to the wrong address the shipping label indicates it is a favorite item that you cannot afford to purchase yourself. What do you do? Do you keep it and noti- or no- notify the person that it was intended for? <laughs> well, this is a podcast going <laughs> going to everyone who's going to hear it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, dude, okay. This has actually happened to me before. Really? Yeah, and I, I just gave it back to the oh. to the post office. But I, I wish I would have kept it. I mean, I no, no, no. I don't. I don't wish I would have kept it. But it would have been nice to keep. But right. it, it wasn't mine, man. You know. Mm, I I agree. <laughs> All right. So moving on. <laughs> I do, um. So the other questions that you wrote for our uh, religious talk is, so you said, what are the basis for your morals? Um, are they God based or do you think they're circumstance based? I think it's a little bit of both, man. You know, you got to have some rules that you at least live by right. um a little bit. I think I think ultimately if you have the right set of rules any like circumstance can navigate it. And if not, you know, at least you have a good basis of how to make decisions in the past. And that that is possibly when you pray. I don't know, but you know, for example, um when there there was a story of a ship. I think they talked about this during um your class uh business communications oh i know what you're talking about yeah yeah where some guy is like on a ship and they are stranded out in sea Mm -hmm. and he needs to kill one of the other ones so that he can survive and he comes back and they ask like is this ethical or should they both have died together you know like they ran out of food they had Mm -hmm. nothing else so he killed the guy and started eating him right i don't know like like dude where do you base your morals then Cause, dude, you know how lame it is to be. Oh, for the greater good, I'm just gonna commit <laughs> suicide. Like, right. like that's not lame, but it's 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 hard. Cause at that that's point, very hard. survival instincts kick in, right? Right. I personally would probably kill someone. Kill somebody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's because uh, that's, that's hard. Because. If it was like somebody I knew, okay, so let's say it was me and my friend, I would probably, you know, mm-hmm. kill myself. Or if it was my mom or my brother, not mm-hmm. my brother, I don't even have a brother, or my <laughs> sisters, right? Or siblings, just say siblings in general, yeah. my girlfriend, yeah. I would probably just kill myself. Yeah, I um, feel that. But if it was a stranger, I think this is this is the funny <laughs> part um, that Diana has been telling me about is she she's very has like a humanitarian heart. And that's mm. where we sometimes have differing opinions. So she will care about people um, that don't necessarily have anything to do with her. Yeah. And for me, I care a lot about people I actually know. And I 
don't care at all about like strangers or like what happens, which is which is messed up. But that's like the blanket statement. That's just who you are. Yeah, I just don't care about people. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, um, like just just caring about. Yeah. So, like in this instance, if it was a stranger, I'd probably kill them and eat them. Um, but Dude, I think I it's just know. funny. Yeah, I I don't know if I could do that. I don't think I could kill anyone, bro. I'd be too scared. All right, somebody get Kyle off this podcast. <laughs> this is the wrong partnership. <laughs> uh, no, that, that's right though. I I that's something that I definitely struggle with though. Is is standing up for myself and knowing when not to care, um, too much. No, but I think you're right. I mean, the good thing would be God says don't kill, so <laughs> we shouldn't kill. And um, we should just sacrifice Dude, for ourselves. Listen, when push comes to sh- like, for, bro, if someone breaks into my room, uh, breaks into my house, and I'm like, you know, I, I own my house and everything, and he's like threatening my family, would you kill? Of him? course. Okay. Of course, bro. You know that like that'd be such that'd be a really really tough decision to make. But to defend those that you love, you have to do what you have to do. What about what about that Bible verse where they talk about if someone does you wrong, like turn the other cheek. At what point do you think it's okay to just not turn the cheek? <laughs> like, let's say, like, when when is enough to you? If someone starts doing you dirty, when they start affecting people around me, mm. like I think I could take it, right? Right? I I wouldn't have as much of a problem, but if they switch to my brother, my mom, my dad. Mm. Uh, my girlfriend, my close friends, if they hurt them, then, dude, I'm not turning the other cheek to that. <laughs> Thank right? you. That, that's the Kyle that I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I'm, I'm not, like, I'm turning the cheek to when, when they hit my cheek, but if they right. hit someone's else, someone else's cheek, bro, mm-hmm. I'm not not turning around. But, bro, like, I, I'm not even that intense. Mm-hmm. You know, like, what am I going to do, honestly? But I'm just going to try. Have you ever gotten into a fight? No, I haven't. I mean, like, small wrestling fights and stuff yeah. here and there, but not, like, an actual, actual fight. Do you beat Joe up in the room? No. He, he actually is pretty good at jiu-jitsu. Wow. And is better than me. So. No, he's not. There's no way. I think so. Joe, if you're listening, tell him his absolute cap. <laughs> I know Kyle whoops you. <laughs> no. No, that's, that's not true. We actually did wrestle one time, and uh, we got each other into pretty good locks. Like, it was, really? it was a pretty good role, yeah. Or mostly just like just rolling. Do you guys tap out? Like so when you get when you get into a lock, do you just tap out and then just restart? Or do you Because yeah. I know there's ways to try to get out of the lock. Yeah, we do. Um usually we just we just go until it's actually tough, then then we tap. Mm-hmm. Dude, so wrestling's in the Bible, man. Wrestling and, and all that stuff's in the Bible. Jacob. Jacob yeah. wrestled with with Jesus. I can't believe that. Was it Jesus? Yeah. Yeah. Mar- Michael. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so for, for family values and, you know, going back to that, what do you think, what is your family religious background? Like, were they always Adventist or? Yeah. So my dad was not Adventist and he met my mom in high school. Oh, wow. And then they dated for like eight years, four years into that. My dad became an Adventist. If you remember Um, Kyle's previous talk about his, we talked about this, right? His parents meeting. They met at a party. Yeah. Mm, Beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, um, so from there, my parents moved um, and became missionaries, and during that time, they were, you know, very, very religious, um, they still are very religious, but uh, I think more and more as we've, like, grown up and had conversations, mm-hmm. it's become much more of a 
something that we could talk about and it's not just always like set in stone you know it's 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 really good i I really appreciate my conversations when it comes to religion with them they're very open-minded they're very you know open to talk about things and help me you know guide me in my decisions and stuff like that but as far as family values i'd consider them uh, more traditional Mm -hmm. you know as as Mm -hmm. as all our parents are i feel like uh they're not they're not they're not like strictly set mm-hmm. in their ways um and strictly like follow all the traditions and stuff but it's much more traditional than the way i think we would view them what about you i would think same thing i think my parents are both you know traditional yeah um my great grandma, I think, was the first one to convert to Adventism. So mm-hmm. I was lucky enough to, like, our entire family is Adventist. So we don't really have, like, a differing religion. I think some some of our some of our family members, I believe, want to say non denominational Christians, um, which I think is okay. Mm-hmm. You know, as long as, like, whatever religion that you subscribe to, you know, there's. There's faith and there's, you know, going through everything. Is non-denominational a denomination? Mm, I think, uh, is (laughs) non-denomination a denomination? I think to a certain point, maybe, because they are congregating together. Yeah. And I I don't know how it works, though. Like, we have these set of rules. So do they just base everything off of, like the bible i I or quran or oh no no, i'm pretty sure they're christian yeah 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 Yeah. not yeah okay yeah Yeah. i'm being dumb but (laughs) so i just don't i just don't know enough about them i would think they would do base like moral stuff off the bible yeah but like the strict rules we have is like adventists like they preach the um ellen g white if you guys are ever curious you can look her up she preached the health message i mean mm-hmm. nothing about the health message is wrong you know you want to avoid bottom feeders you don't want to eat lobster yeah. crab um shrimp you don't want to eat um pork there's things about like split hooved animals i mean she also talks a lot about uh not playing football and playing games and caffeine that, and stuff I that's was, I was, okay that's exactly, when you talk about that one that's day. yeah yeah i was i was literally <laughs> When, when I was reading that question, I was thinking, okay, I'm going to ask Kyle about this. Yeah. So for my family, I'll just get started. My family, the one thing that I don't agree with, like growing up, yeah, they did not allow me to from sundown to sundown, right? I couldn't play sports from Friday night to Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Um, and I couldn't play video games. I couldn't go shopping. Mm-hmm. I couldn't go eat out. Like no spending money. Right. That was something that I didn't agree with. I was like, Why? Like if the Sabbath was made for us to enjoy, because it's 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 a day for us and God, but also God intended it for us to rest, right? Mm. And whatever that rest means for you, like by all means, that's what I took that as. So growing up, I didn't agree with that, and like slowly later, like high school, I think that's high school is where it really started. I stopped. You know, you want to respect your parents' wishes, yeah. but you start to like, you know, I'm just gonna go eat out with my friends yeah. on Saturday or. Um, sometimes me and my friend MZ would play like video games or watch anime. Yeah. Like Friday nights and Saturday nights or like Saturday, like right after church. Yeah. So those are, what about you? I don't know, man. Um, I don't know. I, I still just think of my Saturdays as like a, 
kind of a, a media absent absent day. I don't mm-hmm. really try buying stuff. Um, whether or not that's because of, you know, good values that mm-hmm. I have that are personal, I'm not sure yet. Um, or, or they're still my parents. But I, I, you know, I understand where you're coming from. I don't think it's a salvation issue. Oh, no. You know, not I, I definitely don't don't think that. Uh, but I, I just don't choose to do that as much unless like unless i can't avoid it right right but, dude if 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 i'm this i have this huge idea that like sabbath is for us to enjoy and enjoy that mental break right right and that that's between you and god who am i to judge what is mm-hmm. good or what is wrong mm-hmm. to do on the sabbath i don't know but something i did have a big problem with Eleanor growing up um is the whole caffeine thing and against the oh um, right like stimulate like anything that stimulation yeah she she relates caffeine to drugs you know like alcohol and tobacco and and all that stuff because if you if you go down that line you could say sugar sugar is addicting i think she talks about sugar really no sugar no caffeine no but not not to that extent right yeah um i you know i i she also talks about like football is like schools of brutality and how chess also is like a huge chess yeah playing cards playing like like gambling and stuff stuff. yeah not going to theaters because of the environment (gasps) the theaters i forgot about that dude the theater thing is actually way blown out of proportion because during that time theaters were actually like fully known for being bars and like the place where illegal drugs would like be passed and stuff Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. so that kind of makes sense but our environment is no longer like that. The whole idea that we shouldn't go to theaters just because we're Adventist, I think from from my research that I've done on it, and I've actually had like debates with my parents about this. <laughs> it's it's completely traditional. Right. It, it has nothing to do with like, you know, whatever um, is is said. In see, I could I could see that. I could see why if theaters were bars that they would not want, you know, Adventists or the the whoever followed LNG White type. Right, and that's kind of the view that I think we need to to look at these problems in these passages that she says. Right, mm-hmm. we need to look at the time that she spoke these in. Same thing with the right? Bible too. Yeah, because she yeah. also talks about she also talks about bikes and how they're bad investment. Like, don't buy bikes, and it was because during that time bikes were super expensive. Right, like it, it makes sense. Like people yeah. are like people are like, oh, we shouldn't buy bikes, right? Because LNG White says we just. Well, dude, if bikes cost like a hundred dollars and like a person's yearly salary was two hundred dollars, yeah. of course you shouldn't buy a bike. Yeah. Right, like that's ridiculous. Um, but you know, I think I think whenever it comes to LNG White, whenever it comes to biblical beliefs, we need to say, hey, why was this said? Mm-hmm. It's more of the principle instead of you know what was actually said. And. You know, looking at, like, one of your last questions, like, how often are you questioning your values? All the time. Really? All the time, bro. Every single day. Like, is it is it a... Walk me through that. Sure. So, uh, I always love to question why I do something. Like, if I, if I cannot find a good reason as to why I'm doing something, then why am I even doing so it? So, is that an intentional thought? Like, if you're doing something, you're like, hmm... Should I really be doing this right now? Is that something that's like ingrained in your head now? So every time you kind of make a decision, you walk through like a series of checklists or? Not necessarily consciously um, Mm -hmm. all the time. But I feel like I spend a lot of my time thinking, why am I doing something? Like, why Mm. am I? Why am I studying right now? That's a good thing. Why am I? um, 
Why do I think my time is more valuable in this sense than in this sense? All the time, bro. But is that is that more of like like time management or where you should allocate your time or is it more like what what instances would you know kind of question like my values like for like a morally standpoint like ethically like this is this might not be the best thing to do or sure like when i don't buy stuff or when i choose not to buy things on sabbath okay why do i think that's important Mm -hmm. right i ask i ask myself that all the time um if a friend is like oh could you help me with this and then i say no and i just want to just stay by myself then i ask myself like what am I valuing? Am I valuing mm-hmm. myself more? Am I valuing the relationship more? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Stuff, dude, I question my values all the time. I always try to figure out why I'm doing something and why, like, it's important, whether or not be right or wrong. Th- those weren't very good examples, but, like, why do I wake up in the morning at the time that I do, right? Mm-hmm. I always ask myself that. Like, it, is is getting good grades really that important to me? You know, is trying to improve myself really that important to me? Is mm. observing the Sabbath really that important to me? Like, do I actually need it? Mm. And I feel like if you don't know why you're why you're doing something, at, like, or begin to even question, you're doing it wrong. I think you're doing everything wrong. If you can't explain why you think you should go to church every week, don't go to church. Mm. You know what I mean? Or at least ask people, why do they go to church? If you're just going because your friends are going, mm. that's not a good reason. You have to know. Like, dude, these are... You know, if you don't know why you consider yourself a Seventh-day Adventist, but you still consider yourself a Seventh-day Adventist, that's like, that's kind of troubling. You, you yeah, kind of want to know. I think it's interesting. What about you? Like, even, even talking to you, and I think that this is why it's like a good thing that we're doing this podcast, is we're two different people, too. Mm. So by having different opinions, it kind of sheds light on, like, I'm, I'm getting to know you better by doing this, and you're getting to know me better. Of course. And I think it's, right. it's great talking about like the differences in our upbringing or mm. the way we view life or go through life now. Um, it's really good. So in what do you think for, yeah, for this, do you, how often do you question your values? Questioning my values? Um, you know, I'm as, as people would know, like our friends that listen to this podcast and stuff, which is also something, you know, I want to talk about sometime is I don't necessarily do things that, or like I don't engage in activities that are probably like the best things to do. Um, but for me, the valuing, that's where I think for the most part for the past couple years mm-hmm. is questioning is, you know, is X, Y, and Z okay to do? Or is our, like, where does that line and align with my values and stuff? And I think that's the biggest question. But each time I'm like, you know, I, for me personally, I don't think that there's, anything too detrimental or like wrong with it so then i think that's kind of the values questioning i also question yeah. sometimes you know it's like so if someone asks me something and you know i'm tempted to lie right <laughs> i lie all the time <laughs> so then it's like What's that like? What was the point of that? Yeah. Like, is that even leading to anything? Per- like, am I saving <laughs> like their feelings? Like, I think the yeah. the most important now now I do it in a funny way, where let's say somebody calls me, I'm like, oh, I'm busy, or like, but I'm really not. Yeah. Like, I'm just chilling. Now I'll sometimes like as a joke pick up a hang up. Like, I'm busy right now, but like they know it's a joke. But like, it's something that I've developed more so of not trying to lie. 
because it's just bad. <laughs> like I shouldn't be lying, but you know, I think those are the little things that I question values on. Um, as a whole, like religion and spirituality type aspect, I think I question a lot on. I think it's something that every like Christian or religion would question is like, yeah, if there is a God. And, you know, God is all-powerful. Like, why do certain things happen? And sure. is that even something I want to be a part of? Sure. Right? Um, so that's the more deeper level of, you know, questioning values. But for the most part, I would just say throughout the day, do I really need to lie? Like, <laughs> yeah. if I'm doing like, or if someone that's says, true. or if someone asks me, like, you know, did you do the lab report? Or did you do, um, did you do this assignment? Yeah. But I don't feel like giving it to them or, like, helping <laughs> yeah. them. I'm like, ah, no, I didn't do it. I'm struggling yeah. right now too. Like, you know, things like that. There's no point. And I also don't want to like ignore them. So well, Dude, th- no, honestly though, that's something that I, I super appreciate about mm-hmm. you. Like, uh, you know, since I've known you, I've always seen you as like a really pretty honest guy. And do you think I'm blunt? Like, in a good way. <laughs> I think so. I was, I was in the car, um, <laughs> yesterday with, uh, Kaylee and Garrett and, um, Maddie. Right. And I don't know why like they were asking me about how diana was and like i was like oh no yeah. she's like like you if there's something wrong like I, this is a quality i love about her it's like if there's something wrong you'll know yeah and, and they're like and they're like but you're pretty blunt too and i'm like i'm blunt <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't really i didn't really recognize you know so i was just i'm just curious but i that's like leading to what i want to talk about like have friends like come up to you talking about the podcast or anything uh yeah a little bit actually They've been like, yeah, yeah, I really like the podcast. You know, I know. It feels like we're thankful. doing something right. Uh, dude, we just got to continue doing it right. with consistency. Um, So just to wrap up, what, where would you like your spiritual life or your relationship with God? Like what's something we can improve on? Sure. I can definitely improve on um, realizing that this is a journey mm-hmm. and that it's going to take a lot for me to get there. And that everyone's on different spiritual levels. And that's okay. You know, I'm not here to compare myself to anyone else. Um, I'm here to compare myself to the person I was yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, that's that's how I can grow. What about you? Um, similar lines, I think that everyone has their own journey. I think your relationship with God is personal. Like you can't force your relationship with God on somebody else. Um, I think that's something that they need to, you know, learn and adapt to too and just find their way um, by whatever means that is. Right. Um, and I think for me, I really want to work on the the connection and maintaining connection. To Jesus and God that you know I feel connected I think that's the most important thing that I'm lacking and so I think through conversations through you know devotions through yeah. things like that that's something we can all work on yeah yeah man all right so, I think we should uh wrap it up there wrap it up here thank you all for listening uh, if you enjoyed spending your time with us today please let us know ratings really help us uh if you can rate us wherever you are apple podcasts um, follow us on Spotify, wherever you listen to us. Share it to your friends. Follow us on Instagram at the Rice Pod. Tune in next week for another episode um, on I investing. Uh, maybe we could talk about a little bit, dude. Did you hear about that Mormon investment fund? No, I didn't. Dude, they're like one of the biggest in the world. They bought GameStop like forty nine thousand shares at nineteen dollars. So we will talk about that next week yeah, on investing. Probably. Yeah, next time. Next time. <laughs> maybe we can also talk about you know how Johnny Spacks are doing. Yeah, we. We, we could skip that, but I'll, <laughs> I can give you guys a brief update. All right. Anyway, goodbye, everyone. Goodbye.